Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Are you excited to be here? I'm so excited for faith and love this evening. I believe God's going to do some miracles tonight. I believe He's going to let loose some chains. I believe that things are going to happen tonight that impact what's about to come up in the future. I believe that God's about to do something sweet and great. Will actually take place. So I'm just going to read out Psalm 24, verse 1 it says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and that uh, and the world and they that dwell in them. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, John 3 16, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but through him the world might be saved. Church, I'm believing that God's going to move. Church, I'm believing that God's going to break chains. Church, I'm believing that God, is, we serve a God is the God of the impossible. He will do things like never before. He's the God that will break the chains like never before. He's the God that will make a way where there is no way. So I believe right now if we praise the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the anointed Savior, Father, we give you all honor, all glory right now. Church, let's sing it out. Nothing is impossible.
here, Jesus, in this room, two and three gathered. You are here, God. Lord, we just choose to focus on you.
nothing too big. There's nothing too great. You're known. God's love transcends any obstacle, any wall, big, small, whatever it is. His love reaches beyond that. So wherever you're at this evening, whatever chain that needs to fall, whatever mindset that needs to change, believe this word. Believe that God's love will chase it down. God's love will break through those chains. God's love will set the captives free. And so whatever you may be facing in this moment, give it all to God. Say, God, I surrender right now. In this moment, I surrender to you, Lord Jesus. I'm believing for a breakthrough. I'm believing for healing. I'm believing that this will come to pass. I'm believing for this loneliness will go because you, Lord, your love transcends all that. Your love will fill that void. Your love will fill everything that I've been facing, Lord Jesus. All I have to do is surrender. All I have to do is surrender. No shadow. fanfare, no inspections, no press, but 120 people gathered and they changed the entire world. Back in 1982, there was a pastor, and get his name, in East Germany called Christian Führer, which is kind of a bit ironic, don't you think? So Christian Führer was a Protestant pastor in Leipzig in East Germany, and he decided that it was time to bring an end to all the oppression that was going on in his own country. And so they had gathered to pray. For the first while, there was only 12 people. That's all there was. 12 people gathered every week and they would start to pray. Then he said, I'm going to invite others. So they invited 50 people. 600 turned up. It went from 600 to becoming every week, became a, uh, a prayer night for peace in their country. 
Well, as things began to unfold, uh, eventually there ended up 70,000 people gathered for prayer. Then the 70,000, obviously they couldn't fit in the cathedral. 70,000 people would go out into the streets with candles saying, no violence, we stand for peace. And out of all of that, eventually, even though the police threatened to shut them down, all kinds of stuff began to happen. Some people were attacked and all. It wasn't universally loved. But it wasn't long before out of that prayer gathering, uh, the police realised they were powerless to stand against the tidal wave. And it was that moment that uh, historians say, I've got the article here in my hand, that historians say that was the turning point. That's where the Berlin Wall came down and liberated an entire nation. But again, it began with 12 people praying. And uh, thank you. Welcome to everyone to Faith, Hope and Love. Welcome to everyone that's online with us. Peter and Helen McKinnis down there in Bustleton, Wayne up in Waluna and others uh, around about West Australia. Wherever you are, thank you for coming with us to pray and to believe God. We are going to spend some time tonight. This will be a little bit different. We usually like to make sure with these things we spend more time in prayer than we do talking. But tonight I want to equip you with some information about particularly the Ukraine that you may not get. I don't think you're going to get anywhere else. So if you want to have a seat after you fist bump someone or high five them or, or whatever, thank you. Uh, I want to read you a couple of emails. We've, uh, we're a part of INC, this church. I'm the national, what am I, the national vice president and the international president. There you go, who knew? Uh, but at any rate, as a part of that, uh, just connecting with our churches around the world. Some of you remember a bunch of years ago, we bought almost 70 farms, lavender farms, to help get gypsy people in Bulgaria out of poverty. And uh, we purchased those. I've been to Bulgaria since. Met with the pastor there, Bojadar Simonov. He's been in this church uh, a bunch of years ago. But he's in Bulgaria right beside the Ukraine. And I got this email just this week. He said, uh, my whole visit to the Ukraine is a miracle and guidance from God. I'm so happy that you're praying. Now I'm returning to Bulgaria. We were at the border for 16 hours to cross into Romania. Thanks to my Bulgarian passport, I saved a lot of time. Thousands of cars are still at the border. I've got two children and a woman who came with me to Plovdiv and the church there has prepared a place for many to come. Plovdiv is about two hours, I think, from uh, Turkey uh, in that part of the world. And uh, I met or talked on the phone with all these people, a total of about 30 pastors. I left 2,000 euros for a church that accepts people to rest there before coming to the border. The place was full. There were so many people that the toilet facilities, the sewers were clogged. And uh, he talks on about how he's gone back home, but then getting ready to go back to the Ukraine. Uh, some of you, lots of us here know last Sunday morning, Kate Potu uh, prayed with us all. She played in uh, Slovakian which is her native language. She was telling me this morning in church that her uh, home church back there uh, has already begun helping so many thousands of refugees. They're only two hours, 100 k's from the Ukraine border. But as well as that, uh, there's a young man called Rob Smiley. Well, I don't know how young he is, but 
He's probably younger than me, so it makes him young. Uh, but anyhow, I preached for him in England. They had migrated to Australia a number of years ago, grew up in Melbourne, then went back, his brother and he, to Scotland and to England, planted INC churches uh, in England, and then Rob took on responsibility for the Ukraine and for the churches that are there. <clears throat> so let me just read some of this, because again, tonight's not just about gathering to pray in this service. It's about the week to come. When you are listening to the news, when you read something in your paper, I hope it'll prompt you to pray. Uh, don't just digest all the bad news that you'll hear, but I want you to, to say, God, I know you're moving. God, I know you're doing something in that place. Our pastors have sent several videos of them. I've seen this video. Praying and praising God in the midst of all of this. They are real faith people. God is sustaining them. They've all decided to stay and not to evacuate to Poland. We've got five churches in the Ukraine. The one that's most under threat is in the northeast of Kiev in the Obolon district, which is featured in the news bulletins due to shelling and rocket attacks because they're near to a military base. They've left their house and their church building. Uh, they felt it shake from the blast effects, but so far no one's been injured. Their people are spending a lot of time in bomb shelters and in basements. The people in our church in the Kremenchug, and pardon my pronunciation, I have no idea, region are also needing to keep their heads down due to shelling. The majority of the church live outside the city and villages, so they're relatively safe for the moment. Our other churches are in Carmen in the southeast near Dnipro and vulnerable to any Russian advance. Carmen yet's Podolsky in the west and safe at the moment and Thevedlavodosk, a small town in the central region that has no strategic value. I phoned yesterday to see if our pastors have enough food for themselves and anyone that might need it. It seems they do for the moment, but food could become quickly scarce in Kiev and elsewhere. The 500,000 refugees, and that's increasing by 100,000 a day. Uh, the half a million refugees who fled over the Polish-Hungarian Romanian border are being well looked after by the EU in terms of food and accommodation. The Poles in particular have been so very generous to their Slavic brothers, so much so that the Polish government has had to tell people to stop giving. Think about that a minute. National government going on the media and saying, don't bring any more money. Don't bring any more food. The challenge we're working on is getting funds out to the Ukraine. The ATMs are only dispensing small amounts of cash and at a time, and that's only if you've got the courage to actually walk to one in Kiev. Western Union may be an option, so they're working on how to do that. And uh, all I'm saying is there could be some time lag between us, that's the Global Compassion INC arm over there, receiving funds and being able to transfer it to the Ukraine. And then he says, the thing that they're most asking for at the moment is fervent prayer. And so that's one of the reasons why we gather together right now. We will let you know in the week uh, to come. So we should have more details about how if you want to support it, you can do that. You can give funds. And I know that every single dollar, none of it will go to overheads again. All of it will go directly to the people in need. As well as that, we'll have the details of Kate Potu's uh, home church. And uh, they already are gearing up for all this. So... We want to let you know, because I know for a lot of people, they go, oh, I want to pray, 
but I also want to do something uh, to help those people. Anna Ronson sent me a photo today. She reminded me that 20 years ago it was Kosovo and sent me a photo of, uh, she was there obviously, in uh, Albania at that time. She told me how her parents brought in children, two children for several months. She said, we had no idea. They had no identification. We did not know who their parents were or how long we would keep them. We didn't know uh, how we'd ever get them home when it all ended or anything else. And so there's a massive outpouring. I know the governments right now are doing some things and thank God for all them. We'll pray for them in a minute. But I also know that uh, beyond all that, there's a God in heaven. In the book of Exodus, when God appears to Moses, He says this. He said, I've heard the cry of my people by reason of the taskmasters, and I have come down to deliver them. So I know that the cry of God's people going up, heaven's not deaf to it. I know that there are people there that are earnestly praying, And I believe that there's a God in heaven who reaches out to them. Listen to these words from President Zelensky, the Ukrainian president. He said this, Even if you destroy all our Ukrainian cathedrals and churches, you will not destroy our faith, our sincere belief in Ukraine and God and belief in people. So we're going to first of all begin to pray. We're not just praying obviously for uh, the Ukraine. We're playing for Russia. I've got friends and people that I know that are Russian who are equally praying right now and saying, God, would you move? We aren't taking sides apart from against the devil and against every one of his works, against believing God. So can we just together right now, before we move on to other parts of the world, can we pray right now for the Ukraine? Can we ask God to intervene? to give a miracle, the God who sits above the nations, as Michael read out, the earth is the Lord's and all the nations and all the people that are in it. For God so loved the world. Let's pray. Stand or sit, whatever you like. Father, we pray together right now for this troubled place, this Ukraine. We pray, God, for President Zelensky. We pray for President Putin. We pray, oh God, for every man and woman of God in that place, every believer. Lord, we pray for Your protection around those people and upon every one of them. God, oh God, we know that wars and rumours of wars, You said, would increase toward the end time. But Father, we also have seen where You have intervened in a phenomenal way, God. We pray, Lord, for that country. God, raise up a righteous voice. Raise up someone like that Christian Fuhrer, the pastor. Lord, let there come a massive voice for peace in that country. Lord, not even one that's against them or against that, but God, let them come soften the hearts of even the Russian military and those that are involved. Let there be a turning point in that place in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for every governmental leader. We thank you for every voice of authority. But Father, more than that, we pray, let the angels of God swoop down over the Ukraine. God, let the angelic hosts, your army, Lord, let them come to play in that place. Let them come and have their effect. Lord, let the Lord of hosts, let Him intervene in the nation of the Ukraine. We pray in Jesus' name. Lord, let the enemies, Lord, let those that have got wrong intent, let them be turned aside. 
We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for it. We believe for that nation, oh God. We pray, oh God, let there come a breaking of the powers of darkness in that place in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for it. We believe that you're going to do great and mighty things in that place. And we'll hear the stories and the testimonies in the name of Jesus. Can we pray for the churches that are in those places? Can we ask God for them? Oh, I know of uh, several pastors, Bajidavas, with 30 of them. And I know there's a lot of men and women of God. Think about uh, five pastors who go, we could go to Poland, we could leave, but we want to stay, not to fight, but we want to stay to hold up the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for those people. We pray, God, for uh, every pastor and every leader, every person that names the name of Jesus in the Ukraine. Father, whatever denomination or background they are, God, we know that You know their heart and life. We pray Your protection around about them. We pray Your keeping power. We pray, God, they'll have a voice to those that don't know You. We pray, Heavenly Father, that You'll move in that nation in a phenomenal way in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We don't forget all the other nations. We neither we forget the family and friends. Brian said to me this morning, he's usually up in the balcony on CG. He said, Jeff, could we pray for my friend at work who's Ukrainian, Sergei. And he said, Sergei is, is here with his wife. All the rest of his family are in the Ukraine. And he said, he's so worried. I said, would you tell him that we're praying for him by name, Sergei, and for his wife and for his family back in the Ukraine. So let's pray for them and for Pam. You will meet someone this week who's involved somewhere or other. Someone who's got a Ukrainian connection or an Eastern European one. When you do, please say to them, we're praying right here in Australia. We're praying. Father, we pray for those people that are here in our nation. Lord, those that are not living in the Ukraine, they're not in those countries. They're not in any danger where they are. But Father, we pray for them. Would you give your peace and your comfort and your strength to them in the name of Jesus. We thank your Holy Spirit for what you are doing in the lives of those people, strengthening faith, bringing peace and joy into our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Rob Smiley says to me here, he says, it really boosts our people's faith and morale out there in the Ukraine when I tell them how many churches in Australia, New Zealand and Europe are praying for them. So thank you for that. I do want us to pray again tonight for Cambodia. Mark and Andrea leave in a week's time after two years of not being able to go to Cambodia. And, uh, you know, I don't know how many of the staff there have been affected by COVID. I know it was the last year Sri Mom uh, passed away from it. The Sri Mom scholarship that we've uh, initiated, I'll let you know more about that. Mark and Andrea will be working on that while they're up there in Cambodia. And so we'll have something to report to you when they come back. But, you know, uh, it's not like God has only got enough for just the Ukraine. Amen. He's got enough for everywhere. So can we just pray? Some of you just put your hand toward Mark and Andrea. They're right here. And let's just ask God, God, would you, oh God, God, would you do it? Mark, I really feel like God's going to bring, transform into a season of peace. Because, you know, I know because I'm on your board, but there's been so much Oh, just tensions and things and uncertainties. I really feel to say to you that God's going to bring transform into a season of peace 
and of prosperity and blessing where stuff, you know, you've had to work so hard to get so little sometimes. But I feel like God is about to burst that forth. Transformed life is going to explode uh, in a great way. More people are going to come to Christ. I'm telling you now, you won't need to argue for anything. You'll just have to point to the results and the harvest and say, look what God is doing. Look what God has done. That's a great thing. I prophesy that to you. You check it out. I believe that this year you're going to see an explosion in transformed life. The thousands of people that are involved with that. Father, we pray for Mark and Andrea. We pray you'll protect them as they go up there into that place. We pray you'll keep them body, soul and spirit. We pray your supernatural protection around about them. Keep them, Lord, in an incredible way. But God, I pray they'll go up there with a spirit of peace and Lord, a spirit of blessing. And as they pour it out, God, over everyone that's there, the comfort and the strength of the Holy Spirit is going to just be tangible to them. Everyone there is going to say, thank you for coming. But thank you not just for turning up and being with us. Thank you for what you've brought in God to us in Jesus' name. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness in Jesus' name. We want to pray for our nation of Australia. Uh, Again, you know, uh, uh, it's been an incredible week. I said to my daughter in Brisbane the other day, I said, you've had fires, you've had floods, you've had famines, you've had pestilence. I said, the only thing missing is the earthquakes. Uh, She didn't really think that was all that uh, funny, but still. uh, Seriously, I know three of our churches in northern New South Wales that have gone underwater. Uh, Northern New South Wales. Pastor Joseph Yepri, I was talking to him yesterday. He's our pastor in Kalgoorlie. His wife's doing midwifery in Northern New South Wales, near the Gold Coast. He said to me she had to kayak yesterday from her house to the shops to buy milk. Uh, Flew out, arrived here yesterday, back here for 10 days with Joseph, which is great. Uh, So I know that there's a great army. There are some brochures out there tonight. You can get them at the Connect Hub for Global Care, which is our arm in the Eastern States. It's kind of like the Eastern States version of hope. And uh, if you want to contribute to the floods, relief, again, none of it goes to overheads. The whole lot goes to people. And we've got teams already, if you follow them on Instagram, teams that are already going cleaning up homes, going into people's homes that have been flooded where the mud is, etc. So uh, can we pray for our own nation of Australia? And uh, then I just want us to pray for government in a minute. But could we just do that first and just pray? My Pastor Michael Battersby, come up here a minute, would you? I'm going to get you to pray for Australia. I know that you've long carried a passion for Australia. Just lead us in prayer for Australia. Amen. I mean, this is the nation God's put us. And uh, there's many things we have that others don't, God. But there's something about the Aussie spirit that we believe... God, maybe when other people would say, you know, we're going to give up. Aussies have that spirit. We're going to keep pressing through. So let's pray for our nation. God, you will cause righteousness to exalt this nation. Lord, Father, you would cause the right people in the right way, in the right season, and with the right message to cause there to be a a resounding message of hope through this nation. And it will come from the church, not from governments, not from special interest groups, but from, from the church of Jesus Christ in Australia. Thank you, Lord, that you have blessed our land. Father, we pray for those needs right now across our nation. Those needs, those practical needs of people that are absolutely desperately hanging on to their homes from the floods, Lord. 
those that have again and again just had tragedy come against their life. Father, we just right now thank you that they will be saved. They will be encouraged. They will be strengthened, Father, in their spirit and also practically. We thank you for answers, Lord, as people cry out to you tonight for electricity, for, for their children to be saved and safe. Father, we thank you that those answers to prayer will come through. Then our nation again will stand and say, there is something blessed about Australia. There is something happening in Australia that, Lord, we know that we are founded on the things of God. Father, that righteousness will exalt this nation. Father, thank you for the great testimonies of people coming through, of, of, of just the care and the love that we have for one another. Where things have, have caused people to be against one another. Lord, right now we speak against division. We speak against that real accusatory spirit that causes people to, to point the finger and to blame and to, and to discourage and to just absolutely lose hope. Father, we thank you that hope would rise again in our hearts. That, Lord, Australia is blessed to be a blessing. Father, you have blessed this great Southland. So, Father, we thank you for that answer to prayer tonight for all those families across our nation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Michael. One more thing we want to pray for, and that's governments. You know, the government, uh, whether it's federal or state, local. 1 Timothy chapter 2 says this, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. We've done that. Ask God to help them. We've done that. Intercede on their behalf. We've done that. Give thanks for them. Pray this way, he says, for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceable and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God our Saviour who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Uh, we're going to pray for our government. I, I sometimes am amazed that so few Christians are praying for the government. Uh, rather than complaining and and mistrusting, I was talking to someone during the week, he said, there isn't any good politicians. I go, well, maybe if you prayed more, there might be some. Amen. So come on, we're going to pray. We're going to ask God for federal, state, opposition, whatever. Every parliamentary uh, person, every senator, every councillor, let's ask God for them. Our Premier here, our opposition parties, everyone. Father, we pray as You told us to. We pray for governments. God, we, we ask You, Lord, that Your hand will be over their hand. Lord, because Your Word says that the government will be on the shoulders of Jesus. Lord, they are there. They're delegated. Lord, they are there to, to enact the laws. But God, we believe that there's a higher authority than every government. God, we believe there's You over every single one. So Father, we pray for them. I pray for our Prime Minister. I pray for our opposition leader. I pray for our treasurer, Lord, our deputy prime ministers, all those. I pray for our premier here, Lord, and all of his team. I pray, God, for the opposition here and all that are involved with that for our local government. Lord, would you grant unto them, Lord, your blessing and your wisdom and your help so that we can do what you say. Live quiet and peaceful lives with great dignity in Jesus' name. We thank you for that, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Michael, wherever you are, come. Lead us down. We're going to pray together for the gospel work. That's great. Awesome. Church, part, the second part of this uh, segment, I guess, we're going to be praying for the gospel 
and the good news that's you know going to be spread. We're going to have three different sections. Uh, we're going to first of all we're going to pray for churches and uh, missionary organisations around the world. There's you know so many different churches going through the same sort of things that we are at the moment, and sometimes even worse. You know through COVID, through all the different things that they have to work out. You know we all went through this same journey, and so we. We're going to pray tonight about believing for the leaders of the church, believing for the members of the church to spread the good news throughout all of this. That, you know, when missionaries are going out actually into the world and being in places that sometimes may be unsafe as well. And, you know, they might be in contact with someone and all that sort of stuff, all the confusion in the midst of all of that. Can we pray that the gospel above all else prevails, above all else? And so I just got a verse from 2 Timothy 2 verse 9 says, And because I preach this good news, I am suffering and I have been chained like a criminal. But the Word of God cannot be chained. So regardless of what's going on, regardless of whether we are isolating, whether we're you know confined to one state or whatever it is, right? The Word of God cannot be changed. So let's begin to pray. Father, we pray right now for the churches around the world, Father. We pray for your vision and your clarity, Lord Jesus. I pray for peace amongst all the leaders in the church, Father. I pray for uh, vision to just pour out, Lord Jesus. I pray that you will be there, Lord Jesus, and that your presence will invade every uh, obstacle, Lord Jesus. I pray that that we won't look to the problems, but we'll look to the God who brings all solution, brings all love, Father. I pray for the gospel, the good news that the churches will spread, Lord Jesus, that lives will be changed more in heaven than ever before throughout this season, Father. I pray that as the world looks at the, the world looks at the opposition and the and the destruct and the darkness that's happening, Father, we look to the Saviour. We look to the King. We point to the God who gives us grace. We point to the God that gives us love. We point to the God is the, is the Saviour above all else. We point to the King of Kings. Father, we pray for all churches. Let the let the word of God, the truth of who you are, be conveyed so clearly and so and so lovingly, Lord Jesus, throughout. We pray for all missionaries, Lord Jesus. We pray for safety around them, Lord Jesus, as they spread the good news, Father. We pray for your presence and your protection around them, Lord Jesus. Amen. We thank you for your goodness, Amen. Lord. We Amen. thank you, God. You know, Michael, someone told me a couple of years ago it was um, Tim Costello, who was then the head of World Vision that 25 of the top 26 not-for-profits in Australia that are helping people, in other words. Wow. 25 of the top 26 are faith-based. They're Christian. Wow. wow. Think about that a minute. Mm. Out of the top 26, 25 of them uh, got started by Christians. So, you know, we're, we're praying for this stuff here, like Red Fog's last exactly. week, 10,000. Yeah, it? It incredible. Yeah. Read about that? Uh, when you think about hope this week and yeah. all the people, not one week in the whole time of the last two years of the pandemic, not one week has gone without hope uh, being there to minister to people. Uh, that alone is an incredible thing. One week, I remember, they were delivering stuff to people, taking it to them because people weren't allowed out. So mm. it's been a pretty remarkable thing. So can we pray for, yeah, for sure. those? And we'll remember the ones in the Ukraine that are yeah. handing out uh, help and whatever too. Uh, yeah, for kill. sure. Father God, we lift up these ministries and these organisations into your hands right now, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for the for the work that they've done already, Lord Jesus, in spreading the good news and spreading hope and spreading love, Lord Jesus. I pray for an increase, Lord Jesus, in their, in their capacity, Father. I pray where right now it seems like we need a strength, but Father, no, you're going to expand. 
large, Lord Jesus. You're going to spread the good news like never before. New people are going to come in, Lord Jesus. They're going to catch this word, catch this vision, Lord Jesus. We pray for all the leaders again, Father, to increase their vision, Lord Jesus. Increase their uh, preferable vision, Lord Jesus. I pray that they see more like never before, Father. And I pray for lives again to be changed, Father. Peace in all areas, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your goodness, Lord. We thank you for your goodness, Lord. Amen. I was um, I was at some event I don't know recently, and um, we were, we got the privilege to chat to these two people with you know that aren't Christians, and um, they I had my mask on, and at the time I had the Red Frogs logo on, and it wasn't Red Frogs duty, but you know had the Red Frogs mask on, and they're like, oh, do you do Red Frogs? They're like, yeah, we do Red Frogs, and somehow we got started talking about uh, you know church and you know all that sort of stuff, and they were like, one thing that they said. Was you know, I used to go to church, and she, you know this, this lady said she said the thing that I loved about it was that it was the thing that I'm looking for rather is something real, and I'm like, yes, that's Jesus. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter about how good our production is or how big our lights are or whatever. No, no, they're going. No, no, we're not worried about all of that. They're just looking for something real. In the midst of like everything else that's going on, they're like, you know what? No, no, no. I just want something that's real. And so why don't we, this last little point is open hearts and minds for the gospel. You know, people, we get to have those conversations and you know, things like Red Frogs, we get to get those opportunities to do that. But there's so many opportunities around all of our lives and all of our, you know, workplaces and jobs and wherever we are. Let's begin to pray for open hearts in those conversations that we have that ignite. Father God, I pray right now for open hearts, Lord Jesus, Father. I pray for uh, a warmth to your presence, Lord Jesus, as we begin to speak, as we begin to just have conversations, Father, that you be in the midst, Lord Jesus, that, you know, one conversation would lead to a life that is changed, Father. I pray for the truth, people that are looking for just something real. There's something that they can hold on to, Lord. Father, I pray that we point to the Saviour, we point to the King, that is real like never before. If you want real, Jesus is it. I pray for moments that the words that will be spoken, Lord Jesus, that will come directly from you, Lord Jesus, into their hearts, Father. I pray for open hearts and open minds to receive the good news. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Michael. You know, the Scripture says in, uh, where is it? Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 11, rather, verse 13. He told us how he'd seen an angel standing in his house who said to him, send men to Joppa. This is the house of Cornelius. And call for Simon, whose surname is Peter. Verse 14. Who will tell you words by which you and all your household will be saved. Uh, The word household, there's a Greek word that doesn't mean your house, your family. It's a Greek word oikos. It means your sphere of influence. And so I'm going to invite you again to do what we've done every one of these faith, hope, and love. And that is to give you an opportunity to come and write down the names of people that you go, they're in my sphere of influence. Now tonight I'm going to be writing down some names that weren't in my sphere a month ago. Uh, People that just in the last week I've been having conversation with. One of them, well-known and very successful, said, you know, he couldn't believe He said, you know, he knows what we're about just impacted by that and so I, I want to give you another opportunity that then we're going to share communion together uh, Pastor Michael if you would would you mind I feel like you've got a word on your heart I don't know what it is but 
but you're going to come up and share communion with us together. We'll do that together tonight. I was going to do that, but I feel like you you got it from God there. So the team are going to lead us in that song again. He'll tear down every wall. Let's, if you want to come and do that, if there's people you know, maybe it's somebody you go, you know what, I wrote their name down again, but I'm going to write it down again before God. There'll be some of them like that for me as well. We keep them all. They're all there. They're kept in those jars and we bring them out. Sometimes it's staff things and we pray over them because we don't go and read them. That's between you and God. But they're names of people that God wants to reach and He's positioned you and I to reach them. Can we stand together? If you want to come and write some down, do that and then come and put them in the jars over there and make your prayer for them as the team lead us and then Pastor Michael's going to come and we're going to share communion together. Coming after me, oh, oh, oh. one of them, Jesus, that was not in your mind when you went to the cross. We love them, but you love them even more. 
Holy Spirit, we're asking you to intervene in their life. Whether it's us that gets to speak to them or whether it's somebody else and whether we're just one link in the eventual chain of them saying yes to you. Father, we pray for them. We pray, God, right now for anyone that's a part of this service online or in the building who doesn't know you. We pray that tonight will be their moment of yes to you. Where they'll say, I want Christ in my life. If you're online with us tonight, maybe you're a part of it. Maybe this is in days to come and you log on, you get there, you find us. You go, what's all this about? Why would these people spend all this time? Oh, it's because there's a Saviour who loves the world. We love you to say yes to Him. Right there at metrochurch.online, the yes tab's up. You can email us. Yes.metrochurch.org.au you're in Australia, you can text yes to 0488 Whichever way, we'd love to be a part of your journey. We want to help you. We want to bless you. Father, we pray for those people. God, we thank you for all the yeses that are waiting. All the yeses that are about to come. God, we thank you for great harvest for your kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Pastor Michael, come. Our team, if you would, just serve everyone that's here. By the way, just so you know, because uh, these people up on the stage, we have communion with them before, so it's not like they don't want to, or we make them miss out. No, we share that with them every single time. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Pastor Jeff. Thank you, wonderful hosts, for, for serving us. Thanks be unto God who causes us to triumph. I just love the fact that God gives us His triumph think how do we triumph well Jesus has already he's conquered everything he's already been there so whatever you're facing whatever you think is in front of you this week or this year Jesus has already been there won the victory and he wants to give it to us but we've got to receive it by faith and thank you Pastor Jeff for entrusting me for this moment because I really felt uh, t- tonight just to share a, a word of encouragement and as uh, Jeff said it might be you know not, not 12 but probably you know, 25 double double that first Friedrich uh, Führer, Christian Führer, uh, double. We're going to have <laughs> multiple revival here because we've got double that number. But I really feel that like God wants to do something inside our spirit and those that are watching online to get us ready for a 2022 that is a year of triumph amidst incredible adversity. There is still incredible triumph. So I want to share with you is a picture. I like to watch uh, YouTube and you know, check, check the little things out that are going on around the world. And I saw this because uh, I have to fill in a septic tank in the back of my yard there. So, you know, I was digging the garden and found this big hole. And I'm trying to work out how do you fill in a septic tank safely? I don't want to fall in it. I don't want my cat to fall in it. So I'm Googling this thing and it shows this picture of this old, uh, this old farmer. He had to fill, I think it was like a cistern, like a, an old well. It was full of water, but it was a long way down. And it was a place of potential danger, a place of like, that's a bad thing. And that's like a Christian who feels like they've got this water but the water's a long way from where it needs to be. And we're going to think, how am I possibly going to get the water that people might need on the top out when it's stuck down in the well? And then there's, of course, this big tip truck, a fairly simple uh, engineering principle, I guess, of, of uh, displacement, you know. Archimedes and all that sort of stuff, displacement, you know. Mark could tell you the, the, the formula for that. But basically, this tip truck just tips all this dirt down in the well, there's no effort required from above, from humans running around trying to get buckets, or the water itself didn't have to try and push it. This 
tip truck tipped all this dirt down into the well, into this well they just wanted to close up. And what happened as it did that, all this water just gushed out across the paddock. And I had this incredible picture of Christians running around with this feeling like we've got a half-filled tank. I've got a bit of water. I've got something, Lord. But I don't know how it's ever going to make a difference in the world around me. How is it ever going to get out? I'm just battling just to sort of, you know, I'm just in my little hole. I've got my little sort of bit of water. I'm, I'm looking after myself. But God wants there to be a, a rushing uh, a rushing torrents of like an avalanche of faith and hope and blessing across our nation. And the way it's going to get there is that fact that we have a deposit of faith. Faith is a substance. So God's tip truck, his big truck is in heaven waiting to dump faith, extraordinary faith upon those that would say, God, I don't want to just live for myself. I want to live for a great cause. Would you cause great faith to come into my life? And God's going to cause that beautiful thing that's inside us that's been waiting to try to get out because we're worried about stuff. We're just locked down. It's going to cause it to overflow. It's going to displace you know, all the emptiness and displace all the hollow void and cause that rivers, uh, rivers of living water to flow. So Father, we come to you tonight. We thank you for your sacrifice for us. You gave everything for us. And Lord, because you were not prepared to, to, to even give your own, stop giving your own life, we thank you that you said you'd give us every good and perfect gift and everything pertaining to life and godliness. So Lord, we receive right now. I want you to say, I receive supernatural faith. I receive a fresh impartation of faith. I receive the substance going to cause my life to stand up and be a voice. I'm sick of being just another voice on, on Facebook. I'm sick of being another voice on those surveys that come. I'm sick of being another voice that writes a letter to the editor. I want to be your voice, Jesus. I want to be your voice in this hour. I want to bring the voice of Jesus to this nation. So Father, let faith come in our hearts, Lord. We believe it. And Lord, let the rivers of living water, Lord, bring healing to our families, to our neighbours, to our workplace. Let there be a refreshing across our nation because of, of the Holy Spirit through us in Jesus' name. Let's take the, the bread and eat that together. I do get one. Fantastic. Thank you. The substance, Lord, it's real. This is real. Lord, put it inside our spirit right now, Lord. As we drink the cup, Lord, we, we drink in anticipation of a fresh flow of the Holy Ghost, Lord. It is finished. Let's drink to a strong, faith-filled year in Jesus' name. Let's drink together. Holy Spirit, thank you, Jesus. We just love you. We worship you. We avail ourselves of you. We make ourselves available to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, so Thank you so much, Pastor Michael. That's great. Thank you for sharing that encouragement. That's good. Fantastic. Well, we're, well, we're over time. Uh, Michael just said, you know, we're already over time. I said, well, I don't mind. Uh, I'm sure the kids downstairs and the leaders might mind at the Kids Craft Club. Don't forget there's food out there for you to purchase tonight. There's pizza again. That seems to be the winner uh, these last few months. But here's my personal favourite here. Fried rice is coming out. Uh, spring rolls, chicken wings. Uh, that means you can get fried rice with one of those two for 10 bucks. And uh, that'll be just a brilliant, beautiful thing for sure if you can hang around. I appreciate the moment across... Western Australia, there's uh, some people with concerns and we've got quite a number of people in our church that are online with us. That's okay. We understand where uh, uh, people's lives are at and we thank God for you. 
I will say thank God for people's faithfulness. Um, I think there's one thing that you notice most in a crisis. I was talking to a friend of mine recently who said to me, when uh, they'd gone through as a family a very tragic set of circumstances. He said, and at the moment of it, he said, everyone was there and they're all saying, we're with you 100%. He said, but it was incredible to see how few people were there once the initial grief had, had subsided. Isn't it true that what you notice is the faithful ones? You notice the people there. So thank you for your faithful giving. Thank you to the people who keep putting God first in their finance. I'm not saying that as a fundraiser. I never am and I don't intend to start. I say it as a Christian leader who says, I want to honour God. And I know so many others do as well. Father, we thank you for our giving. We thank you, Lord, the difference that it makes. First of all, to our life. Because, Lord, we cannot outgive you. And so when we release something from our life, you've prepared greater blessing. You said it would come back with more than what we gave. We cannot lose by giving. So, Father, thank you for your blessing upon every home and every life that's giving. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. If you want to know more about that, about how to give, uh, Tisa is here tonight, I believe. See her out there. Um, if you don't know who Teaser is, just listen for the laughing loud lady, uh, uh, the beautiful Trinidadian, and you'll be able to find her for sure there tonight. How about we stand together and we want to finish by prayer and by worship. Thank you for coming to pray. This will stay up on YouTube, which is why I spoke all those things out of the emails. So you can go back if you want more info about them. Go back and be a part of them. That'd be great. So let's sing it, I praise the name. If you need prayer, if you'd like someone to pray with you, come forward, Pastor Michael, if you would again. Just be ready to pray with people who want prayer, Pastor Hayden. Come on together, let's sing it. I praise the name of the Lord our God. Come on.